everybody, welcome back to the Content Conversations podcast. I'm Grace Ballman, I'm a wedding photographer, and me and my husband own Nate and Grace Photography. My name is Connor, and I am a freelance copywriter. We are super excited about today's episode because this is part two of how to create a cohesive brand if you can't afford a professional. Yeah, this is a big one. Yeah, and the first episode or part part one of this series is uh, we talked all about kind of like the foundations of branding. Mm-hmm. We use Southwest as an example of how they did their branding and how amazing it was. Um, just kind of set the foundation. Um, so if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to part one of that. And um, This is going to be more hands-on yeah. in the sense of like actually giving concrete mm-hmm. um, guidelines for right how you can kind of get this process started mm-hmm. without dishing out a lot of money exactly for a professional there's so many apps so many programs so many things out there that you can so like use yourself you can do. yep so yeah i'm i'm excited about today's episode so um one thing that we talked about last time was before you start kind of throwing a lot of money into um the visual aspects of your brand, which mm-hmm. would be like your logo, your yes. color palette, your typography. It's really important to understand um, what the purpose of your brand is. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times people don't really understand it, mm-hmm. but in their head they're thinking, well, my brand is my logo, so I have right. to I have to go ahead and get this design. That's the first thing they want to get done. Right. Without really understanding... Um, what the purpose of their company is yeah. and what they're trying to what they're trying to do. And we talked we use Southwest as an example, you know, what their words mm-hmm. are, which was fun, friendly, um, and like welcoming or warm, something. I think. Warm. And like the whole point of the, your brand, and this is again back in episode one, it was we wanted to um tell y'all that branding is not the logo. It's how you make people feel. So if you look at Southwest's words warm fun like those are how they make people feel they're not saying oh our colors are blue red and yellow that's not mm-hmm. the first thing you think of you think of these things that you're feeling with southwest right and then when you interact with southwest like whatever their touch points are mm-hmm. you feel those words exactly and southwest is a really fun example that we use mm-hmm. i think southwest is a great example but any kind of company no matter mm-hmm. what you do if like you know, you do something that maybe isn't quite as fun or isn't right. quite as glamorous, yes. like, you know, maybe manufacturing or you have a funeral home or right. whatever, yeah. you know, those things still apply where, yeah. you know, your words may not be fun, friendly, and welcoming, right. but they might be, you know, that you want your customers to feel, um, trust, like trust, you mm-hmm. want them to trust you, mm-hmm. um, compassion, right. um, so stuff like that, yeah. professional. So the words change depending on the in, depending on the industry. Exactly. We just use Southwest as an example because it is so fun, and yeah, they do such a great job yeah. with their branding. They really do. They do such a good job with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you all have to go listen back and listen to episode. I guess yeah, it was listen, episode five, listen to right? part one, episode yeah. five. Um, but anyway, so whenever you're first starting out this process. Sometimes it's good. I would if like do it if it, you've a, it's just you in your business. Do it by yourself if you have a partner. Do right. it with your partner. Whatever your business structure looks like, but sit down with those people and just do like a brain dump mm-hmm. and just like Step write one. down you know all the words that come to mind. You know when you think about like if your business is already established, right. what are those words? If right. this is a new business, you know what words do you want to use? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be professional? Do you want to be fun? Do you want to be witty? 
You know, what do those words look like? And just write it all down. And write them all Everything. down. Everything. Just write it all down. This is a brain dump. <laughs> so just write it all out. Take the time. Yeah. Don't, and don't like try, don't obsess too much over what you're writing. Because yes. you're going to have a, a chance to go back and refine that yes. list. So just write it all out. Um, and then take a break. Yeah. I would say step back from it. Um, I would say give yourself a few hours to a day. Yeah. Almost like sleep on it. Sleep on it. Yeah. And then come up, then like wake up the next morning, kind of refreshed. And look at it back again. Back to that list. Look at it again. And you can like take a highlighter, you can take a pen, whatever you use, and like choose the ones that truly stand out to you or that maybe like kind of is the word that gets a lot of the words, you know, in a one definition type of thing. Yeah, get find a word that really that really resonates with with where you want to go, and and don't be afraid to pull out your dictionary or thesaurus and look oh, yeah. up what those words actually mean, because that might help. Because um, we have like perceptions of certain words that's mm -hmm. not really what they mean. So right. feel free to like you know look those words up and and figure out you know this word fits perfectly. I mm -hmm. love this word, but I would try to end up with probably three or four. Yeah, you know, I would fair. I would think that would be. It's a good number one because if you get more, then it's just kind of like overwhelming. And you know, the more concise, the better because mm -hmm. it's almost more powerful when you only have three words that you want to make people feel like you don't have 10. Mm -hmm. It's not like this huge variety. It's no, there's these words, and this is how I'm going to make people feel with my business. Yeah, if you have too many words, because you'll use your words as you start putting together those visual elements, you'll use your words as you're, you know writing out your website copy or you're putting together billboards yes. or ordering business cards. Like yes. you're going to run, you're going to filter everything that your business is or does by those words. Exactly. So if you have 10 of them, right? it's going to be, you're going to be like, well, if it's this one, but it's yeah, it this really one. That and all that kind of stuff. And then you're going to get confused. Exactly. So this, like the fewer the words, the, the better. better. The better. Less is more. Jinx. Pinch poke, give me a code. I've only done the code thing. I do pinch poke. I've never, <laughs> never heard that. There's Jinx, you owe me a soda. Oh, see, I say Jinx, you owe me a Coke. No, that's not how it goes. Wow, well. It's pinch poke, you owe me a Coke. No, I've never heard I don't drink Coke anyway, so it's fine. You don't have to buy me a Coke. You owe me a coffee. That's <laughs> or a sweet tea. Yeah, there you go. Oh, um, Sorry, guys. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, we just got way off. Yeah, way off. But anyway, so as you're writing out these words, understand all the touch points of your business. And this is going to vary depending on what your business is. So just using Southwest as an example, because yeah. we've been going strong with that I one. I mean, let's just keep going. I mean, look at all their touch points, right? Like on the little, we talked about this last time, the little yeah. runway thing. Like they yes. have signs in there. Like those are touch points with their customers mm. or um, when they hand you napkins right. with your drink, like that's a touch point. When you see their billboard right. they get on their website, those are all touch points where Southwest is communicating with you, the consumer. Yeah. So understand right. what those touch points are because obviously if you're not that's an airline, good. you're not going to have signs yeah. in a random, right? you know. So I guess for us, I'm trying to like see, think how... Nate and I do it for our business. Um, our touch points are, I guess, one, when we first meet with a couple, mm -hmm. you know, that would be... Well, email. Email. Oh, that's true. Our first email. That is the first touch point for us with our... To, could be clients. Yeah, yeah, in communication. So, you know, we are trying... Our words for us are um, genuine personal storytellers. And so... 
for our email, we actually are way more personal in our email than just being like, oh, hey, here's our prices. We talk about marriage. We talk about relationships. We talk about us as a couple. Mm -hmm. And then at the very end, we're like, hey, let's meet up for coffee. And then the last thing we say is, oh, yeah, we attached our PDF. Because we want it, because ours, our business is a lot about relationships mm -hmm. and creating that really close relationship with our clients. So we kind of save our businessy stuff for the end mm -hmm. and get like start that relationship from the very beginning. So I guess that would be a touch point that we. That's a that's a touch point. Yeah, that we've really tried to hone in on. Yeah. And and make it personal because that's one of our words, you know. And. Yeah, that's definitely, that's a great touch point, and it, you kind of incorporate your words into that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm sure people really appreciate that, yeah. too, and not just getting an email, be like, here's our prices. Right, right. You know, kind of having that, we wanna... starting that relationship mm -hmm. out, even mm -hmm. if it is over through, through an email. Yeah. Because a lot of times with online businesses, um, your first touch point may be on the internet, and yeah. the internet's, like, not the most personal place. Right. But it's having to become more so because of all the businesses that are online. So exactly. thinking about even just sending an email, mm -hmm. how are you going to start that relationship um, and make a good impression yeah. with these people so even true. before you even meet them in person? Right. Yeah. So good. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and the last last step, I would say, for that specific part is once you're done and you found you think you found your words go get an outside opinion. Yes. Obviously make sure it's someone that you trust. Don't just ask anyone random. Right. And make sure it's someone that you know is going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, you don't want to take it to someone who is going to just tell you what they think like, you want to hear. Yay. <laughs> I are love them. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's really not very helpful. Right. So make sure you're taking it to someone whose opinion you trust um, and who you know is going to be really honest with you. And even somebody who might be a potential client, you know? Yeah. So, or ask them, like, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of our moms, right? Like, that's who we would go to. You're like, hey, mom, what do you think about this? But also ask her to be like, hey, if you were a bride coming to me, like, would this resonate with you? You know, like kind of asking them to get in the client's shoes or go ask somebody who might even be a client. Yeah, definitely talk to people who falls in your ideal client mm -hmm. um, demographic. Yeah. Um, if you sell women's products, it's probably not a good idea to ask your husband or your dad. It's true. Because it's true. they're not women. Yeah. And they won't understand. They're not going to get it. <laughs> they're not going to get it. Right. So ask, make sure, like, that's a good point. Make sure whoever you're asking is, that's your demographic. So yeah. you can kind of get that honest feedback. you want to talk to. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. So those, that's like kind of like the first step of just that, that brain dump, that selecting those words are so important. Getting other people's outside opinion um, to, to really kind of like let's lay that foundation yeah. for the branding part. And then, and then you get to get into the fun part. The fun part. And this is the part where you get to create those, the fun logos, like do all the design work and, you know, choose your, choose your colors, choose how your Instagram feed's going to look and all mm -hmm. that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of apps, programs that we wanted to share with you guys. Things that we have all that we both have used and that we still continue to use as well. Um, these are tools that we love. Yes. Let's see. The first ones are like, okay, so we're going to talk about first like graphics and creating graphics and creating like editing. So something that we both use is Canva. Canva, Canva is awesome. Literally Canva.com. C-A-N-V-A.com. We'll um, link it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. 
this is an online design program pretty much and there's a free version and then there's ten dollars a month version there's, there's paid versions of it but right. you can do pretty much everything with on the, the free. free version so what it's gonna just like you and they have all sorts of formats like because every every platform has a different size right so instagram's a square facebook is another size pinterest is another size and they have all of these sizes for you already so you get to use these templates to create instagram posts to create facebook posts to create insta story like outlines and you're able to really choose your colors put your put your fonts in there and that kind of stuff um to really create that cohesive brand mm -hmm. that we're talking about that so then people see it they're like oh yeah that's totally Nate and grace like that's that's them because it's their brand you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. so canva's in a really really awesome one that we love and it's free <laughs> yeah it's free you can pay extra a little bit extra i think it's like ten dollars a month yeah for the canva um i think it's called canva for work um, and with yeah. that version, you can actually upload your official logo. Mm -hmm. um, you can upload fonts because mm -hmm. they have like I think most of the fonts on there are, like the Google fonts, right? Which they they have a lot of them, um, but you may have a specific font that you use. Yes. So you can upload that. You can upload all your colors. You can also I think it allows you to um, resize your graphics depending on what. So you can design something and mm. then. Canva will automatically resize it for you. Oh. Depending on where you're posting it. So I guess it would be a lot of work oh, if you're nice. doing like the same one. Right. So you don't have to design across it multiple a platforms. lot of ways. Yeah. Interesting. So Canva for work, even like it's not super expensive and yeah. I would definitely recommend that one as well. That's a really good one. Um I've used Adobe Spark before. You can make like little animations and stuff with that. Um Is it like similar to Canva or is it different? It's similar. Okay. It's similar. Um, the iPhone app is really easy to use. Canva also has an iPhone app. So both, yes. both oh, have, yeah. both have apps that you can use if you're mm -hmm. on the go. Mm -hmm. Um, and then for like photo editing, you want to talk about what you use? Yeah. So photo editing, I mean, obviously <laughs> I use Lightroom. <laughs> I'm a photographer, so it's what I use every single day. Um, and you can actually get an app, which you have the app on your phone. Mm -hmm. And it's actually pretty simple, like to use the basics for what most of you guys are needing. Like it's really simple to use it's user friendly um i mean you can do a lot with it if you want to learn how to use it but for if you just want to use basics lightroom is really really nice you can actually like clone things off your face or anywhere else <laughs> like you can like if there's like a stop sign in the back of your photo you can usually take it out pretty easily with lightroom so those things are really nice mm -hmm. but um also there's photoshop which photoshop is all it's just a whole nother world Again, yeah. you can use it very basically. I would suggest to stick to Lightroom, but if you want really detailed editing, you can do Photoshop. Um, and you can get the Creative Creative Cloud, like you can get a Creative Cloud subscription. Subscription for like ten bucks or twenty bucks a month. Yeah, depending on which apps you want. I think right. I just have the photography package, so I get Lightroom and mm -hmm. Photoshop and it's like $9.99 a month. Yeah, yeah. But another one, a really good one, honestly, though, is the Instagram one. It's, yeah, you like the Instagram It's really, so. It's really easy and simple to use. Like, and you don't have to use the filters because the filters are a little much sometimes. If you just go to the editing section mm -hmm. and the brightness and the contrast, like, it's really good for just an, uh, an app. Just 
Add These are platform. probably like your iPhone editing tools too. Are probably not that bad either. Yeah, they're not. I think I like Instagram better though. Yeah. But the iPhone, yeah, that's true though. The iPhone ones are definitely good. I mean, too. it's more basic. But if you're just starting out, and you're trying to learn about, you know, kind of finding your style for your photography. Mm -hmm. Um, they're definitely easy. Yeah. It's definitely user friendly. So. Yeah, and if you do use the Instagram app to edit, and if you do want to use a filter, two things about it. One, you can actually use the filter and like. It's like a, I don't know how to explain it, like high contrast. You can use the filter all the way or you can kind of like mm -hmm. fade it out. So it's just a little bit of the editing and not mm -hmm. like full blown out. Because, you know, some of them are just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like who really uses those anymore uh, yeah. full potential? Yeah. So like bringing it down halfway. And then if you do find an edit that you like, it's almost easier to just stick with one. Mm -hmm. Or two, because this will help with the cohesiveness of your brand, just like what we're talking about. Um, definitely keep it consistent. Keep it consistent. Go, don't use ten of the filters. Like choose your one or two that, that really you like, and then that'll help with the cohesiveness of everything. And make it easy on yourself. Yeah. So like, don't go all out on one photo right. to a point where you don't remember what you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good point. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, how do I duplicate this? Yeah. And also like, um. It might take a while to find your image style. Mm -hmm. So you might go through a phase where you kind of use a lot of different right. editing styles. I know I've done that. Um, but once you find it, just try to keep that consistent. Don't like do one filter for this photo. And then this photo, you think this filter looks better. Yeah. Um, try to keep them within the same. And doing that with any of these apps is really simple. Honestly, okay, so we actually have, this would be great time. We have a free download for you guys. And it's all about how to create a cohesive um, feed for your Instagram page. So it's literally this times 10, like way more information, more detailed. Um, we have that free download for you guys. So be sure to go to the show notes, get that download because it's going to really help you like have that Instagram feed you've always wanted of just, mm -hmm. just looking consistent, you know, so you're yeah. not going all over the place with all of your pictures. Um, and so, so yeah, be sure to go get that free download. All for you it'll guys. have all the, uh, the tools we're talking about yeah, in there as well. It will. It will. So links to all of that too. But yeah. Don't miss out on that. Don't miss the download. Um, for video editing, um, I've used Spark. Um, I think we both used InShot. Mm -hmm. So that's a really easy, yeah. like iPhone app that you can use for just like basic video editing. Right. Um, if you want to take it up a notch, you can always use iMovie, which comes on most iMacs. Mm -hmm. Most iMacs have iMovie. I think iMovie. it does all, all of them. Mm -hmm. And so you can even get it on your phone, too. Yeah, you can get the iMovie app on your phone, on your iPad. Right. I don't know about Android users. I don't know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look into that. I'm not really quite sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you could. Maybe you could. I think you could probably download it still, though. Maybe. I yeah, maybe. I bet you could. I don't know. You have to pay for it, though. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, Squarespace is a really great website building. Yeah, so to get off, like, the just pictures and stuff, like, for actual website building. Squarespace is awesome. Mm -hmm. We both have used Squarespace. Our content combos podcast.com is on Squarespace. That's both a Squarespace, Squarespace. template and um, super easy to use. 
very user friendly very user friendly incredible like service if you have a question one they have an article on it or you can just ask them and they get back to you really quickly yeah like, it's not like you're waiting days no or you're on hold for hours like they get yeah. back to you pretty quickly squarespace is the way to go also if you ever get to the point of um you want to hire somebody to design your website most people use squarespace too they can they know a lot about Squarespace. Yeah, you can use, people will normally do Squarespace or um, WordPress. Yeah. WordPress is a little bit more complicated if you don't know, because if you want to make a really great website with WordPress, you have to know some basic, like, code, HTML. Yeah. Um, but for, like, just beginner, like, I'm just getting started, I just want to have a nice website, Squarespace is a great tool, it's and it's perfect. not super expensive. It's not. You can purchase your domain through Squarespace. Yeah. You yeah. can um, get your, like, email accounts through Squarespace. Yeah. Their Gmail. Their Gmail accounts. Oh, but yeah. You can get them through Squarespace. Um, so definitely a great tool for beginners. Yeah, definitely. Squarespace is the place we recommend for websites. If you ever want any printing stuff, so if you are doing business cards, if you ever need to do pamphlets, like, I know we don't do a lot of that nowadays, but we still always need it. Um, we have used Moo, which is super high quality, beautiful work. Um, this, that's who we get our business cards from. Mm -hmm. um, and they're awesome. And they have lots of very like variety and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You all can also get note cards from Moo, which we use as well. They have a lot of really beautiful things. If you want it a little cheaper, Vistaprint is another place to go. And they always have a lot of discounts going on. If you just need a few business cards for super cheap but decently designed, Vistaprint's a really good place as well to get those. So, yeah. Yeah, both of those are good. And if you're curious, like, which one you think you like better, you can actually get on both Moo and Vistaprint and get a sample pack. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, so you can. Nice. I have, like, I have sample packs for both of them. Nice. Um, and that way you can kind of actually feel, the good like, the quality um, you can see kind of the different finishes that they have, mm -hmm. um, anything like that. It's actually pretty cool. And that kind of gives yeah. you an idea. And honestly, all of these have trial runs. Do trial runs. Like, see if you actually want to do it. Trial runs are your friends. Before, before <laughs> you purchase it, you know, just don't, don't just take our word and be like, oh, they said it. Like, go try it out for yourself, you know, and see if it actually works for you during that trial run. If it does, great, subscribe. If it doesn't, like, you know, don't waste your money on that. Because, again, <laughs> you want to find what works for We're you. all about saving the money and finding the things that actually work for you yeah. the best. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, take advantage Definitely. of all the trials. Just don't forget your passwords. <laughs> yeah, for reals. Write them down. <laughs> <laughs> write them down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, creating that cohesive brand. Mm -hmm. Talked about um, just doing that brain dump. Gave you guys some awesome physical, actual tools to Create these things that you have to create, you know, consistently. And then the one of the last ways that we, that one of the best ways, honestly, to help create a cohesive, wonderful brand without hiring a professional is collaboration and networking. This is, like, huge. Because one, one, I mean, let's just be honest, you guys. Like, small business owners, sometimes we feel alone. <laughs> No, but like, you know, you, you, you're working for <laughs> yourself, you're at home by yourself, it's quiet, or you're at home, you know, with your kids and you feel like you're the only one who's doing this. And mm -hmm. there are so many people out there doing the exact same thing and, and who are doing, who are at home thinking the same thing. Yeah. So one, just getting out there and networking with people is something that we both recommend. Um, my husband and I are the leaders of a small group, um, a small business group. 
in Fort Worth. And it's just been awesome just to be able to actually meet other people, to be able to collaborate, to be able to network with each other. Mm -hmm. And this really helps your budget too because you're able to collaborate. You're able to barter. And, and honestly, it's just ask. Just ask somebody. Yeah. There's like a wealth of, at these groups, there's like a wealth of um, knowledge and information that mm -hmm. you maybe don't have. Mm -hmm. um, I know like the Tuesdays Together groups, they have those in almost every major city. Um, and that's just like a creative networking group for um, just creative professionals, small business yeah. owners. Um, but that's a great way to find other people. One, you realize that you're not the only one who has these struggles yeah. because you're not, you're definitely not alone. And two, you, you meet other people who have expertise that you don't have. And I know me personally, I have done kind of bartering type stuff yeah. with people like other photographers. Since I do copywriting, um, exactly. you know, we would kind of do a little switch. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, you know, I was able to help them. They were able to help me. Yeah. And it just kind of like works all around. Exactly. Um, and beyond that, even if you don't barter or switch anything, like, you have people there that you can ask for advice, mm -hmm. you know, who like, cause we had a couple people in our group who did specifically did website design. Right. I don't do website design. Right. So, you know, if I have a question, I've got, you know, someone right there who is more than willing to help exactly. um, and answer any questions that I have. So yeah. there's so many neat people at these kind of groups. Tuesdays together is one. Um, and that's part of the rising tide society. Mm -hmm. Um, creative mornings is, is similar. It's like a breakfast lecture series, but they do have like networking before every exactly. event and they're just other creatives. You have mm -hmm. designers, you have photographers, yeah. you have videographers, you know, whatever you need. Yeah. Um, so those are really great places to, to just find like-minded people who are kind of in the same space as you, mm -hmm. but who have maybe different knowledge than you do. Exactly. Don't be afraid to ask, you know, like the worst that's going to happen they're just gonna say no, and you say okay, cool, and you move on with your life. But like, I've never had anyone tell me. I was no. about to say, like, I really had never. <laughs> nobody's ever said no. Yeah, because so. there are people that are, you know, they're looking to kind of expand their business as well. Right. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just kind of a helpful circle. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. We're here for each other. Yeah. So that's one. Of, that's one of the best ways. Because then you're actually getting wonderful one professional awesome work done you mm -hmm. know and then you're creating that relationship creating that community all at the same time so and you're supporting small businesses too like these are other small businesses like you mm -hmm. even if, and even if you're bartering and not having any there's no financial agreement like you're still you know posting about it after like because I know I did that I posted about it when the work was done and like hey go check out this person yeah so you're still supporting that person's livelihood and yeah I think that's pretty I think that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Yeah. So these are like the, the, the awesome ways that we have really found is the best way to create that cohesive brand without the hiring a professional. And this is at least getting started. Like right. You might want to have some professional branding done. Yeah. Professional branding is amazing. Right. Like you get top-notch work. Oh, for sure. And you pay for it. And right. It has a hefty price tag, but you get what you pay for. Yeah. So there's definitely nothing wrong with getting that professional branding. Not at all. But sometimes when you're first starting out, you may not have the budget for that kind right. of thing. So this is just to help you yeah. kind of get started on the right foot. Yeah. So that when you get to a point where you're ready to actually get some professional branding work done, you're ready to get your brand guide yeah. done, all that stuff, 
um, you have a really strong foundation. Exactly. Exactly. It's so true. We are excited about next week's episode. It is about beating the algorithm slump of your Facebook page. All about Facebook. All about Facebook. And that silly algorithm. And that ridiculous algorithm. That, we, that no one likes. And nobody likes. <laughs> um, um, and nobody really likes Facebook for their business. But you guys, we got some good, we got some, some good valuable info. good info for you coming up next week. Um, if you haven't already, please leave us a review on iTunes. We would love to hear what you thought about this episode, what you're thinking about the podcast in general. Um, that is going to help us so much. Would absolutely love for you to leave a review. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Content Conversations Podcast. Our website is Content Conversation. Nope, Content Combos Podcast dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Facebook group. We do have a Facebook group. We wanted to do a group because we wanted to have more of a personal setting where you yeah. can come in and ask questions, yeah. or like we'll ask questions and invite you guys to join in the conversation. Exactly. Um, if you have any comments you know, leave them there. You know, this, we're creating this content for you guys. So if you have something you want to hear about, yes. um, please let us know so we can make sure we talk about it. Yeah. We'd absolutely hear, love to hear from you guys. So thanks for joining us today and we'll continue this conversation next week. Yep. <laughs>